This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member, and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon, and. The most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book. (laughs) This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. This is your bloody happy hour. Your big episode, your full episode is here today. Yes, Thirsty Thursday. Caroline's got Ultra and I got... I mean, basically the same thing. I got water. Ultra is basically water. So I guess it's a sober podcast today. Yeah, it's pretty much is. It pretty much is. Um, and t- it's too bad because we have a little red flag drinking game. Oh. <laughs> so you're going to be very hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. It's okay. I've, I've, do you know the summertime brings out the functional alcoholic in me? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Just what else do you do in the summer? With the sun and by the water and... There's really nothing else to do but have beverages. I know. So I was like, I'm not, I arrested my liver yesterday and, you know, for most of the day. Tonight I will have a drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to give it at least a couple hours yeah. of like rest. It, yeah. It was like, it'll be like 30 something hours. Oh, that's enough. basically, I mean, that's a full day. Okay. That's So you went a whole oh, day. Oh, that's like three days. No, it wasn't three days. But it, it feels was like... all of Saturday. Yeah. Not even all of Saturday because I went to bed after. <laughs> Cl- so about twenty four hours. Yeah, maybe about. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we'll yeah. just give it that. That's good. You're welcome, Liver. I mean, I approve. I do approve. Um, so we're gonna go to uh, like Virginia University of Virginia. We're gonna talk about some athletes, and um, we're gonna talk about uh, this kid who just really likes to use the word like. Oh, you'll understand when we get there. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to play. We? And, and anytime there's a red flag that you notice, I want you to just go ahead and point out that there's a red flag. Oh, OK. OK. I'm very good at that. I'm going to start with the guy named George Wesley Hughley V. That's a red flag. Uh, that's <laughs> a red flag already. 
He was born on September 17th, 1987 in Washington, D.C. to his parents, George Wesley Hughley IV and Martha Murphy. Wait, he's the fifth? He's the fifth. No, it's too many. Oh. Why did Georges do that? I George. I never Foreman understand why you name your kid your exact same name and then I just... Once, maybe. I just twice, don't get it. Maybe, like... Grandpa, and then, like, son, and then, like, grandson. Like, I think that's it. But not for 14 generations. George was the heir of Gallagher and Hughley Lumberyard, built by his great-great-grandfather in 1912. Mm. So the younger generations invested in horse racing and bought an a 1,000-unit apartment complex. And by the time George V, the main one we're talking about, was born, they had enough money to afford this lavish lifestyle and excellent education for him. In Washington, D.C.? And, well, currently. Okay. He goes to a few different schools. So he attends Mater D. High School. Mm, like Mater D.? <laughs> like Mater D. A private boys' school in Maryland. Then he went to Landon All Boys School. Oh, red flag, red flag. Two, two boys schools. <laughs> we got red flags. Name Maitre D, so you know, <laughs> you know the professors are like to do little boys in the butt. Yes, absolutely. So this is where he realized his passion for sports, and he became an All American lacrosse player, and he also was the quarterback for the football team. And by the time he graduated, he won several trophies. And this is for lacrosse and football. But he wanted to continue athletics into college. So then he went to University of Virginia, where he joined the lacrosse team. Okay. Um, but within a semester, he had become the team clown. So he started to throw these lavish parties at his family's beach house in North Carolina, and his teammates were all invited. He would take his teammates on yacht rides. Hmm, sounds like a Murdoch. Sounds exactly like a Murdoch. So, I mean, you can kind of maybe see where this is mm-hmm. going. This, like, super rich kid who does anything he wants and he's fine. He wasn't putting a lot of effort into his practices, at his lacrosse practices. And he would just occasionally skip practice. I mean, it's no big deal. Just, you know, let me just skip practice. He wasn't really taking it serious anymore because he wanted to go on the yacht. I mean, who can, I who's mean, to say? Practice, yacht, practice, yacht. Yeah. I'd go for the yacht. And then in 2007, I mean, he was arrested and charged for underage possession of alcohol in Florida. I mean, he's getting all over. This is where he was staying at his family's other vacation home. Oh. Oh. They're yeah. all across the nation. All, all over. All across the nation. There's a, what's that song? I don't know. Think of it. A year later, he was arrested again for stumbling into traffic on a busy road. So he's really done him all. He's doing good. He was extremely drunk and very resistant to the officer. And the officer told him, you need to either find a ride home or we'll take you to the station and you can wait for a ride there. And then he starts shouting racist and sexist comments to this officer. It's a female officer. And then he screams, I will kill you. I'll kill all of you. I'm not going to jail. What year are we in? 
2017, oh, 2018. The other day. No, 2007 was his first arrest. This is his second arrest where he's yelling at the officers, and it's 2008. Okay. And so he ends up getting tasered mm. and going to the police station. So he's a good guy. He sounds like a good Yeah, yeah it's like nothing wrong. Um, his parents have endless cash, right? So he bought himself a lawyer who was like, oh, he was just too drunk to remember anything that he said. He didn't remember insulting the officer, blah, blah, blah. But then back at school, he was bragging to all his teammates and everything about exactly what he said and what he did. And so he maybe just wasn't really, I didn't, he didn't really forget everything. He just was, um, <laughs> maybe he was lying. I don't know. I don't see this guy as it being any kind of criminal or liar. Um, and he was, yeah, he knew every detail of what he did. Now, a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jets. You can do that if you go into blendjets.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, how was with it? some chia seed. It wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. Wow. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is wow. a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjets and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. Somehow he managed not to be in trouble at school or get expelled or anything like that. I mean, I don't know, money. Um, and so if he would have been expelled, he would have not met Yardley Love. Okay. Which will soon be his girlfriend. But he was not expelled, so then he did meet her, right? Mm. So let me introduce you to Yardley 
Reynolds loved. She was born July 17th, 1987, and she was exactly two months older than George V. Um, she grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and her parents are John and Sharon. And these, the two were alike, and they had like a similar route to college. Um, she attended attended an all girls private school. Um, what's up with these all girls Dang. and all boys schools? I don't. Maybe Red it's just flag. up there. I don't know. And um, that this was called Notre Dame Preparatory School. Mm. So they're both pretty fancy. Um, she joined her varsity lacrosse and field hockey teams. And then in 2006, she was an all-country lacrosse player. So a year later, so we're in 2007, she um, is admitted to University of Virginia. So okay. they're now at the same school at the same time. She majored in political science, minored in Spanish, and she joined the lacrosse team. So it was around this time, freshman year, that she met George. Okay. And they seemed to hit it off immediately. They had a lot in common. They came from wealthy families. They had good education, and they had passion for sports, all the things. So um, a few differences that they had was, like, George was, like, a big fan of getting drunk at parties. Mm -hmm. And Yardley was like, I mean, I like to go to parties, but I'm not, like, necessarily getting wasted at all of them and acting crazy um but they still you know managed to stay in a relationship for about a year um but this is whenever uh things kind of she started having second thoughts around around year two okay what happens well um they they had a on and off relationship kind of at this point um he would actually start to uh have some drunken violence Okay. So in 2009, 2009, so this is their two years, one of George's teammates walked in to Yardley's house and saw that um, George couldn't get him out of his... Okay, so wait, one of George's teammates walked into Yardley... Oh, and saw that he was like on top of her choking her? Oh. I don't think... That, and uh, that apparently they, they were like wrestling. I don't know. Do they learn that in all boys school? I think they do. And then I think, let's see, George, one of George's teammates also like, I guess, walked her home one night and George got jealous and just made the assumption that they kissed that night. Uh -huh. And so then he goes over to the friend's house and attacks that friend in the middle of the night. Just Ooh. like attacks him. Um, and eventually, like the next day, they like talked to the coach and they worked it out. Everything was fine. Okay. So Yardley's walking home with his friend, gets home. Everything's fine. They both deny doing anything. George gets upset, goes and like beats him up while he's asleep. But then the next day, everything's fine. Great. Spring 2010. So it's a few months later. Um, both Yardley and George, they both of their teams won their games. They're celebrating. They're at a party. Um, and this is whenever, uh, I don't know, I guess they celebrate by choking because George <laughs> once again starts choking her at this party and the friends see it and they like have to like remove him from her and they're like, like drove her home to Baltimore and they're like, we don't like, this is a good relationship. <laughs> 
why do they all take her all the way to Baltimore? I I, well, you know, up there, everything is like five seconds away oh, from each other, okay. right? So we think it's far, but it's really just like... Valley Mills Drive. Exactly. Okay. So at this point, she's like, okay, I'm done. Our relationship's over. And then the friends were like, great. You know, she said she was done with George and his impulsive and aggressiveness and his lack of empathy. Okay. Mm. So come this month, that month comes to an end and the, her friends, they're like seeing the two of them like interacting on, on campus and they're like, okay, girl, I thought you were done. Like clearly you need to stay away. I mean, he's obviously choked you. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, well, maybe they're not, maybe they're back together, but this is once again, this on and off situation that they had going on. So then May 1st, 2010, uh, another game, George won, they won another game. And this is like the season, season finale party celebration party. Okay. I feel like all, all they're doing is winning games and having parties. Well, sounds like a great college life. It sounds like great college life. So, so George's mom, Marta was at this party, the celebration and Yardley was talking to her and mostly was talking to George was George didn't speak to Yardley that much, but Marta, the mom did. And they were pretty close and um, what basically was like, oh, well, we're kind of like off and on, I guess, kind of explaining to her how their relationship was. But George, um, George had obviously this dark mind and. I guess he just didn't like that he was not involved with her anymore. And so he really wanted to try again, try to make it work again. So they're officially broken up. Uh They've been broken up for like a week, but she's, he finds out that maybe she's seeing another guy in a week, in a week. Okay. Cause they've been off and on, you know? Mm -hmm. So, this is on May 1st. This is the day of that celebration party. And then at um, Yardley has a couple of roommates. They end up coming home. One of the girls comes home at two around 2.15 and sees that uh, her and her boyfriend are there. And they go to, into Yardley's room. And they notice that the door looked like it had been broken into. Like somebody had punched the door or something. And she goes to... Uh, wake up Yardley and she's she only has her underwear on and underwear on and she's face down in her bed and she like kind of pushes her shoulder like pushes on her and she doesn't move and she noticed that she has like a puddle of blood and she thinks alcohol poisoning like that's all she like she threw up I guess I guess so that's what she thinks immediately and then she calls 911 so let me go to um yep 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 she was like i didn't i didn't think she was this drunk but i mean how drunk like i don't know she's like i tried to wake her up blah 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 so she finally calls 911 and then they discovered that yardley had blood in her hair her eye one of her eyes was like black and swollen shut and um that she was like talking to the 911 people saying, okay, this was maybe an overdose. I don't know. Alcohol poisoning. I don't know what happened, whatever. And paramedics get there and they tried all they could to revive her. And then at 2:47, she's pronounced dead. Mm. So six minutes later, 
Six minutes later? After 2.47? Well, that would be, yeah. Well, it says six minutes later, the homicide investigator, Lisa, Re- Lisa Reeves, arrived at the scene. So she goes to the scene immediately, and then by 4 a.m., she goes straight to um, George's house because she realizes just from talking to the roommate that, okay, let's check out this George guy. Yeah, okay. So she, they, we don't know the last conversation that happened between Yardley and George, but we know that the officer goes over there and um, heard that he was violent and that he was alcoholic and just all the different stuff that had gone on into their relationship. Apparently everybody knew like they had a bad relationship and they were scared for her, but they didn't really know what to do. So Lisa goes, knocks on George's door, and this is before sunrise. And she goes, and um, this is just, yeah, minutes from her Yardley's apartment. So she's dressed in her, like, civilian clothes. She didn't say anything about being, uh, like, a detective. She just said that she wanted to, was conducting an important research and that he would be very useful for her. So he agrees to come with her to the police department willingly, Um, and of course he makes it known that this is a big inconvenience because it's so early in the morning and he was woken up and hungover. Yes. Um, and so while they're in the car on the way over there, Lisa, the detective noticed, like looks at his hands and notices that he has like a bunch of Mm. scrapes and cuts and scratches on his hands. So she knew immediately right then this was, this was her number one suspect. So they finally, they go and they start this interrogation. And George has this like arrogant attitude. You will hear, you will hear it. It's so bad. So the cops, he's like, you know, the cops are bothering me for no reason, blah, blah, blah. He had no idea. At this point, he has no idea that she's died. I wonder if he even remembers doing it. Well, I think he, yes, he does. But he he just acts like it he was just nothing. Like he whooped her ass yes. to teach her a lesson. Yes, yes. So it took a while for him to figure out after that he was in an interrogation room, and then finally she did inform him that she was doing this, um, conducting an investigation. So George, he's rich, 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 rich. He, he, I mean, he has all the money he can. His family has all the money. They. They could have provided him with the top lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. He could have walked out of there. It could have been years down the road. This he and he could have gotten out scot free. Could have if yeah. he would have done what you're supposed to do. Shut up. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. You're innocent. You're guilty. Don't say anything. But no. So uh, before, like she, the she starts building a rapport. You know how you do, um, and then. It didn't take too long. She starts reading off the Miranda rights and starts talking to him. No lawyer present. And it was would be this conversation that would lead to um, to his little half confession uh, about the truth of their relationship. So I'm going to play you this clip and then I'm going to go back and kind of talk about what happened in it. Now, a word from our sponsors.
I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo Puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge, but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH. You get 10% off, and I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles. How would you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order, like, five. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy Forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's... If you don't not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink. And if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance. Or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated. Brain frog? Brain fog. (laughs) The solution is cure hydration so go to that link enter the code you can go to my offer link it is zen z-e-n dot a-i slash b-h-h 20 cure hydration before we ask you any questions you must understand your rights you have the right to remain silent anything you say can be used against you in court you have the right to talk to a lawyer before questioning and have one present during questioning if you cannot afford a lawyer, one will be provided for you. And if you're willing to talk to us now, you have the right to stop talking at any time. All right. Let's kind of start. I'm going to kind of ask you some questions, and like I said, we'll explain things a little bit later. Um, tell me about your day yesterday. Played golf with um, our parents. It was a, uh, a father. By the way, drink every time he says like. Oh. Our son. Uh, go to bed. I went to dinner with my dad and my two buddies, and then uh, went home, went to the bar for like a little while. Um, then I went over to talk to Yardley. And who's Yardley? Yardley what, is my former girlfriend. Okay. Which this whole thing's about, which I understand. When I went over to talk to Yardley, I. I like was like Yardley, and she was like already like totally freaked out because because of what she did this past like a few days ago, and she we haven't talked since. And I was just gonna go talk to her, mm-hmm. and she was already like oh like freaking out like you know you can't go you can't with him, and, and I was like I'm like just trying to talk to you like she like started being like like getting like all like you know like really like defensive she was already like on the defensive edge and like i was like listen i'm not here to like i'm just here to talk to you and 
she like got all like like sat up her bed's against the wall like if it was in this corner she was like up against the wall and I was like like we were sitting there talking and like she started being like like you know like getting like all like aggressive after this and so I was like all right like chill out like and she started like, like like freaking out and I was like listen I'm not like here to do anything I'm here to talk to you about everything that's ensued in the past week and and she was like and like sort of like being like no 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 like like hitting her head like like stop like like she's in the corner I was sitting on the bed I was like stop like I was like we were like what the hell like we were just gonna talk what the hell like we were just gonna talk and like it was not at all like a good conversation because that's like she was already like freaking out with just even seeing me, just even seeing me there. Okay. What happened next? What happened next? And she was, just kept hitting her head against the against the wall while she was sitting on the bed. And I was like, I grabbed her and I like shook her. I was like, stop! Like we need to like and looked at her. I was like, we need to like talk about this. And like, I mean, I was on holding her arms and stuff, but like I I never struck her. I never like hit her hit her like in the face or anything I was just like we need talking she was so like she was so like oh I mean what's the word like you know like like flopping a fish out of the water like like so like all this and I was like listen like I'm not here to like fight with you or like do anything like I'm here to talk to you and like and she's like no 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 like get away from me you have to leave, you have to leave, you, you have to leave, you have to leave, you have to leave, like all this stuff. And I was like, all right, like fine, like, but like, I want to talk to you after all this. And, and like, I was, I was like a little bit persistent because of the situation, you know, my former girlfriend who, like something happened last week, you know, and I was like, all right, like, well, so we were like talking over there and I mean, I, somehow we ended up, uh, somehow I was resting at her on the floor and I was just like, stop. I just like, and I was, I was wish I could tell it was just like, it was not going anywhere and nothing was happening. And uh, she like went back to bed and I, and I left and I went back home. Uh, okay. Damn it, Yardley. It's all your fault. Okay. So. fault, Yardley. When Lisa asked him about Yardley, he referred to him as his former girlfriend. Former. And he even mentioned that he understood she was the topic of this investigation, even before Lisa, the detective, had revealed anything. So this made him look even more suspicious. So then George is having a hard time finding his words. Clearly, the education, <laughs> this pristine education did not pay off because he just knows how to say the word like about 57 times <laughs> so everybody's drunk so um and so uh, what happened was is a few days before all of this he she had slept with one of his lacrosse player friends oh. and so he found out and that's why he's oh pissed. yes so he had already confirmed that he knew that he had done something bad to yardley but also that he had broken into her apartment because he had quoted her saying that he couldn't come in 
And then he admitted to trespassing because the front door to get into the house was unlocked, but her bedroom door was locked. So what he did was he kicked a hole into the door, into her door, and then put his hand through to unlock it from the Uh. inside and then went in there. And so according to him, he's saying all he wanted to do is talk and she's being overly defensive and aggressive. And like he's the victim in this situation because he because she cheated on him and then she wouldn't even let him talk about it. All the stuff. And so, like we said, not only does he use the word like more than everybody. I don't know if it's just a stress thing or if he just is trying to figure out how to lie and he's just using filler words. Oh, yeah. I think his mouth is going and he doesn't even know what's really coming out. It's like we'll post this video on on Patreon because you have to see the video and his like expression or Uh like stuff. So I had a bunch of times. Did you just say like (laughs) I'm going to just like say it like every like other like word. So he then claims that she slammed her own head against the wall because that's what somebody does. Uh, Oh, yeah. And I do that every time I'm mad. Yeah. And like first, I said it again. First of all, <laughs> why is she scared of him? Mainly, probably because he's joked her several times uh-huh. before. And second, who would ever believe that you're hitting your head against the wall at, so hard that you're going to cause your own fatal head trauma? Don't think so. So, but like I said, once again, he still does not know that she's dead. Mm. So there's... um. Three things that he also said. He said, I was holding her. He said, I was a little bit persistent. And he said, I was wrestling her on the floor. And these three things point that, okay, he's he's obviously done something. It's I, 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 I did this, I did this. So he's like telling everything he did. So at this point, Lisa, she starts to, the detective starts to add this pressure to him. And so he starts contradicting himself and he's like claiming, well, he, he really, he easily got into the house and like the door was unlocked. And she was like, no, no, the door was not unlocked to her bedroom. And that's when he told her, well, I, I think I, I think I put a hole in the door. I think I put a hole in the door. And so finally the conversation gets to motive And he starts to go over his story and talks about the interaction and how like it's it changes so many times. Mm. Um, And because now it's like he was holding Yardley and then like holding her down. She started beating her head against the wall. The detectives finally like, well, how did she get back in the bed? Because if you're on the floor wrestling, she was found in the bed. Yeah. And he was he said, we stood up. And I tossed her, I pushed her onto the bed, and I was like, go to bed, I'll talk to you later. And he was asked about choking her, and he's like, I may have grabbed her a little bit by the neck when we were like, (laughs) but I never like strangled her, but um, like, yeah, I mean, during the whole like commotion, you know, like we may have... I might have grabbed her neck, but I never was like strangling her. Oh, God. End quote. <laughs> that was all a quote. Okay. So he admits that also he took her laptop from her room. Oh. He just. And they asked why he took her. He was like, they're like, why did you take her laptop? And. 
uh, he said that he just wanted her to contact him again, and that's how he would you know, she would do this. She would contact for the laptop, and then he could tell her off tell her off one more time about how much he whatever is mad at her about cheating. Blah blah blah. Even though they've been broken up, so Lisa then asks George if he called for help at all. Like, okay, you know, she she's because I think at one point he said her nose was bleeding and anything, and she's like, well, did you ever like go back to check on her or call for any help? And he was like, no, I didn't think that. I mean, she didn't need to go to the emergency room or anything. And and it's just never really, he's like, because I never really hit her. I didn't hit her, like, I didn't strike her in the face. I didn't hit her. You know, she hit her own head. Like, it wasn't me. It was her. And she then asked to see his phone and checked the messages because he said that there were some bad, like, he said there were some pretty bad messages between him and Yardley. She asked to take his phone. He opens it. She leans over there and then grabs it and then kind of puts it over to the side just so he can't delete it. And so now it's like an evidence. Uh I don't know how the rules work, but he was, she was able to do that. Um, And then she asked, he voluntarily gave it to her. True. Yeah. 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 So then this way he can't delete anything and now it's considered evidence. And so she also mentioned the bruises and scratches on his hands and of course he says that this was all from lacrosse like it's all oh that could be easily argued except for where they were they have full hand pads oh so they couldn't be from that so i have one more little section of clips um When we were on the floor, when her nose started bleeding, we were like wrestling around, and that's when her nose started bleeding. Was it pretty noisy when you all were wrestling? On the floor, when we were on the floor, when her nose started bleeding, we were like wrestling around, and that's when her nose started bleeding. Was it pretty noisy when you all were wrestling around? No, I mean. Was she screaming? No, 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 she was no. She was not screaming, actually. I mean, if I'm, cracking, kind of, if I'm cracking my head in the wall, I'm going to be saying, oh, yeah. 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 No, I mean, she was not screaming. Yeah. She should have been, probably. I mean, maybe. Yeah. She should have been, probably. I mean, maybe. I don't know. What do you think she should have I don't been? know. I mean, well, she was screaming when I first, like, came into the room. She was like, no, like, I'm not talking to you. Like, get the fuck out of here and all that. But, like... At any point before you said you, you, and this was your words, you said you tossed her on the bed and then you left. Yeah. All right. At any point before that, did she lose consciousness? No. Okay. What happened after you tossed her on the bed? Did she move? Talk about, say something? I mean, I literally tossed her around and turned around and. Tossed her on the ground or tossed her on the bed? On the bed. And walked out the door. Okay. So when you tossed her back on the bed, in, in your mind, she's she was um, bleeding? But you said she was bleeding out her nose, and, and you didn't you didn't feel like you needed to call rescue? Uh, no. After that, after banging her head and no, she, I, shaking I, her, I, and blood coming out her nose on the floor? No. Why do you say that? You all right? Go ahead. No? Yeah. She's dead. 
and killed the Georgian. Dad. I think you knew that already. No, I did not. She's dead. How the fuck is she dead? Because you killed her, George. How the fuck is she dead? Because you killed her. Oh my god. She's dead? Yes. She's dead? Yes. She's dead. She's dead. How? How? I already told you how. You already told us how as well. How is she dead? <laughs> you told us. You went in there to talk with her, but okay. Wow. So he, they then end up like handcuffing him, and then they bring the ankle cuffs and they cuff him to the thing, and he's just like, "No, there's no way she does, no." She, like such, just. I think he did know because that was a. N he knew like that reaction. He there was no shock with that. I see. I think maybe he thought maybe I don't know. I mean if. Yeah, maybe he did know. Because if you look at it, like, there was no shock. And he's like, well, she's dead. She's dead. And then, like, now he's trying to, like, gather up some yeah. acting and yeah. some emotion. And he, the story that he's telling, he knows that she can't come back and say, hell no, he came in there. He whooped my ass. He did this. So he's putting it on her as if she could have oh, hurt herself. Yes, yes. A dead person can't speak but a live person would have been able to negate that story really quick that's why i think she might have he might have knew that she oh, was you're dead. so right that's why you're fbi so unfortunately for him he did not call his lawyer before so all of this is going to be uh, shown to the jury and you know in his whole life he's never really faced any consequences this is what happens when you're too rich and never been told no no and never not had his way and he was just pissed that Yardley didn't want him anymore nobody's mm -hmm. ever told him no so during the trial his the only like defense is that he's the victim and he was the victim of a cheating girlfriend God. <laughs> and that but they also then find out that not only had Yardley broken up with him, but he was openly like texting with like three different girls, like flirting. I mean, so he's, I mean, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. He's doing the same, but no, she can't, but he can't, of course. That's yeah. how it always is. Um, several people testified against him, confirming how he is when he's drunk and how he's violent and how he's aggressive. And then even like some of his teammates testified against him and two neighbors testified to hearing loud sounds. They even said they heard something like they thought it was like a stereo crashing to the ground or whatever. They just mm -hmm. heard banging and stuff. Um, but then what's the worst part of this is that a medical expert got in there and testified and said that if he would have called for help or if somebody would have within like that she was alive for two hours oh my god she was alive for two hours and she had uh before she had like succumbed to her head injuries oh that for the her parents to have to hear that like that's the worst so she could have been saved if somebody either a got home sooner or if douchebag over here would have called the ambulance had the guts oh and the guilt of that roommate which is not her fault now if right she, if, 
for her to know, I am a little mad at her for thinking it's alcohol poisoning, knowing you but think had an she's, abusive relationship. That's true. Like, her boyfriend just choked her 45 times. Mm. Y'all want her to stay away from her boyfriend. She comes home and she's There's bloody, a hole in the wall in the door. And you think she had too much Tito's? Maybe the girl had too much Tito's and she was not really. <laughs> no, she was the drunk one. <laughs> she was like, ah, or maybe she's that innocent to where her mind doesn't go straight like ours. Does. Well, mine now does go straight there, but bef- but I still always, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> so he was. Uh, you believed him when he thought. Oh, yeah, of course I did. I was like, oh, he had no idea she was murdered. He had no idea she was dead. Y'all, Patreon people will be able to see this video and you tell us <laughs> what you think. <laughs> I mean, I'm so terrible. <laughs> so then, um, my slide just done. Thanks. Um, so then he gives, he, well, let, I want to know what you think about this. It's the, this, this stinks. Um, um oh yeah the another the defense argument the microphone that thing stinks um was that he never had the intent to kill that it was just a tragic accident well they the he was found guilty on second degree murder because there was no they were saying that he did not have the intent to kill and that it was just a tragic accident oh at what I don't know. But he was sentenced to 26 years, which then they dropped it to 23 because of some stupid something. And he's supposed to be released in 2030. And he'll be 40-something years old, so he'll be able to still live his whole full life. Um, And what his words to the family were, I miss her and think about her every day. Um... I would do anything to take back that night. I take responsibility for what happened to her, and I should have never gone over to her apartment that night. Gosh, you think? I, I, do, what do you think about the the sentence? Do you think it? I mean, the should it be longer? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wonder would he be that violent if he wasn't? If like alcohol obviously did him dirty, it's those spirits behind that alcohol did him dirty. So if he would have just stopped drinking or had control, he probably would have never choked her and then never killed her. Yeah, I feel like it's um, just some anger management here. But, you know, in 2030, I guess in a few years, we'll find out if he's um, still that angry. And that is the story. And he's going to live a full great life because he's loaded. So they probably got houses waiting on him, his car, money. He'll probably have a job given to him. Oh, yeah. He's probably still set. Set for life. Set for life. Wow. Yeah. And they are. um, Yeah. That's sad. Oh, man. So that's the story of Yardley. He didn't look like a rich boy in the video. He looked like, oh, yeah. It's cute. Yeah, they're both. They would have been like a great match, like a great couple. Yeah, here we go. They they look like brother and sister. (laughs) Wow, they would have been beautiful. Yeah, but no, you had to be a psychopath and beat her to death. 
Yep. So there's the story. Of How'd you find this story? I've heard. What was that on? I've heard it before. What were those clips on? Was it on a show? Oh, uh, some YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually this really cool YouTube um page that I found that has a bunch of those interrogations like mm. that. It had like millions and millions of views. Wow! 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 Yep. So Never date a rich guy, especially if he's the fifth. Anybody. If he's the if fifth. If he's the third, fourth, or fifth. And he says like that much. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Junior. Uh, we could be okay with a junior. Yeah. So if he's a junior. <laughs> but oh I did God. not do Terry pulling the third for Trenton. Because I was like, hell no. We're please. not going to have a damn Roman numerals please. in your name. Please. Please and thanks. Please and thanks. Wow. So, good story. Go. Good story. Okay, next week I have no idea what we're going to do, where we're going to go, but just look forward to it. I'm ready for it. Okay, don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan. On Best Story Ever, I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories. The best part, I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. podcast. We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it. It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Thank you.